Cool 97 FM now welcomes you to this week's edition of Live Jesus, where we get into the rich offerings of music and learn from the makers themselves. What goes into the sounds we've come to know and love? And this morning, we're especially pleased to welcome some figures of Jamaican music who have continued to create music that resonates with the soul of Jamaica. This morning, for Live Tuesdays, we're joined by the Roots Reggae Acoustic Collective, Inna the Yard, and a veteran Roots Reggae artist, Winston Mackinac. All right, so described as more than just a collective, Inna the Yard is united around four main singers, all right? Ken Booth, Cedric Mighton, Winston Mackinac, and Kiddus Eye. Inna the Yard... They've collaborated to produce numerous acoustic albums. They're touring globally, and their members and works are the subject of Inna Diad, The Soul of Jamaica, 2019 documentary film that was directed by Peter Webber. So we'll be joined in this first hour by Kiros I and Cedric Mighton. So this morning, we just need to say greetings to you all and thank you for joining us for another edition of Live Tuesdays. Live Tuesdays, the only live morning music show on Jamaican radio. And later on in the morning, the Electric Dread will be live with us. Winston Mackinac, arguably one of the most toured reggae artists in the... And he's, in fact, uh, the first Jamaican to be nominated for the French version of the Grammys. Mm-hmm. You bet you didn't even know they had one of those. Okay. <laughs> so, a little later, we'll give you some more details about Winston Mackinac. It's a morning lined up with a, a lot of excitement, a lot of information, and a lot of great music. We're going to say thanks to our kind sponsors. This is really great yogurt fiber. Promotes good digestive health. Manufactured by Dairy Industries Jamaica Limited. Call them at uh, 876-934-8272. Their Ashanti Oasis Vegetarian Catering. The official caterers of Live Tuesdays. Ask about the new Ashanti Vegan Veggie Balls that are available at all major supermarkets island-wide. Telephone 876-7841-336. There's Alcavita Alkaline Drinking Water. Improve your water, improve your health. Bottled by Health Creation Industries, White Mile St. Catherine. The telephone number is 876-6490386. To get the music going this morning, we're going in a diad. Mm-hmm. All right.
first thing in the morning okay so remember we were telling you that the core artists are Ken Booth, Cedric Myton, Kidosai and Winston Mackinac and they're part of Inner the Yard they bring their rich individual work together to create even more magic in an acoustic format they've collaborated with other noteworthy artists for a new for the unique musical experience and it's all catalogued thank god for cataloging in the in the 2019 film inner the yard soul of jamaica we have musicians kidosai and cedric Mighton joining us now on the nation's coolest cool 97 fm welcome to cool how are you Blessed love to you, my brothers. Boy, it is long in coming, and I must say, welcome to Cool 97 FM again. Even this time, it's on the other side, we're doing by phone. But um, you, you know, you gentlemen are, 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 let me tell you, one of the soul of Jamaica. You have been carrying this flag unrecognized by Jamaica for so long, and we're going to hear what you have been doing. So, welcome, my brothers, and. Um, Peace and love for you this morning, all right? So then, do you know what Yes, I'm Mikey. Yeah. 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 Greetings yeah, to you. Cool. We know that Inner the Yard, as we've explained, brings individual journeys together, certainly on this project, Inner the Yard, the Soul of Jamaica. How did your individual musical journeys begin, and how was this connection made, the whole Inner the Yard connection made? It, it, it's a mis- mystical thing, but you know, Kedos can give you a little more journey on that because <laughs> it has so much avenue branching off from even from uh, collaboration with uh, 
Urchin Smith, and it's a long story, but the music journey still goes on. But you Cedric, know? before we go to Kiddos, tell us about how did your musical journey begin? Oh, oh my dear. Good. Great Jamaica, great people, great to the world all over. It, my musical intervention begins at, from I was 17 years of age. Uh, we did a song called People Gonna Dance All Night by the Tartans. So the, our first group was the Tartans. And we did uh, a song, the great song, People Gonna Dance All Night. It was in the top ten, number five, somewhere there in the top ten for a long time, long time. All over the world, it's documented in the Jamaican history there. Yes, if I'm not mistaken, it's on the Meritone label too. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. it, it was recorded down by Federal Records for Federal. But at the time, there were so many things happening with Federal. They were the main people doing the thing. And so they have people like Prince Buster, Merritt Poon, and everybody were a part of the distribution leg. Mm -hmm. Sorry, before you go any further, I'm going to ask, do, you have a, do either one of you have a radio going in the background? We're getting a bit of feedback, doubling up of, of the conversation. No, I have not got a radio in here um, yes, it's my telephone. Kiddos, do are you, you hear, Are you hearing anything? Okay, now it's gone. It's gone. Okay, please okay. proceed. Good. Yes. As the music continues, you know, uh, with the people going to dance all night, it, 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 it did great for us as, as young kids. Uh, as the Tartans, then, it did a great job for us. And also, the Tartans transformed into the Royal Rosses after a period of time. And we did a great album called Humanity. Uh, Prince Lincoln Thompson and the Royal Rosses. So, uh, uh, I and Prince was the two main dominant because uh, uh, as a kid I brought him in the thing, Prince Lincoln Thompson, for he was going to school when we started the group. The Tartans, and that's another part of the Jamaican history there. So from the Tartans, transformed to the Royal Rosses. And with also in the time we did, we did uh, a great album, Humanity, it's there in the Jamaican history book, and, uh, and a song called Kingston Eleven, great song, and we have uh, Love the Witch. Love the Witch. Gosh. Open your eyes and your face. Love the Witch. Live and direct. So that was one of our greatest songs there as the Royal Rushes. Love the Witch should be. With Prince Lincoln Thompson, Cedric Martin, and uh, two other kids there. Johnny Cool and another brother named Jack. Right. So the Easter go far there. Mm -hmm. but that was just a journey for for the thing, you know. But at the same time, we have other cultural groups that we play with, like uh, Ras Michael and the Sons of Negus, the Righteous Brothers, and it goes on for the history prolonged. So that's a part of it. Mm -hmm. So Congo was never in existence. Congo never even dream of.
so but the music continues. Now I'm going to ask Kidos uh, to join us in this conversation. Kidos, I. Good morning to you. Greetings and welcome. Now, we want to hear about your individual musical journey. How did that begin? Because we were trying to put all the pieces together to see how did all of these incredible musicians <laughs> well, I, come together. I, I, tell you, I tell you, right, I, um, I like to say that um, when I entered Terra Firma Mama Earth, I got a slap on my backside, right? And I shouted in protest against the aggression, et cetera, et cetera. So since then, we've been uh, more or less fighting against aggression, invasion in any form. So from uh, like about a four-year-old, I was out. I was singing into school on the choir. Solar artist at school came out, and I was always involved in the music. But my sojourn really started in 72 thereabouts when I was became a member a member of the Sons of Negus with Ras Michael, right? So from that period we um, we were the first to um group like in Negril back in seventy two when there wasn't even any asphalt road going around on the West End Delco plant we had to use for electricity. So before the development of Negril really occurred and then we became affiliated with Roots Bamboo on the beach in Negril where we started carrying down sound systems and then live shows. You know, the first sort of soul syndicate, burning spear, um, you know, I trees came down, that that that. Um, I can a number of ones. And then I went solo, more or less, between 72, 73, while I was with Ras Michael. And then Ras Michael left for the States in about end of 78, 79. I didn't go with them. Um, yes, so I, from there, my first release was a track called Security in the Streets, which I had done for the Peace Treaty, right? Um, afterwards, I released quite a number of tracks, singles, that, that, that. Did some traveling, and then I came off of the music business for a number of years, until, um, again in 2000, about 90-something, I uh, myself and Sheena linked up again because Sheena Smith was a member of Russ Michael with us through the years as sons of Negus, you know. Um, and then we recorded Cedric, Junior Mervyn, Viceroy's, Linval Thompson, Russ Michael Jr., um, Dirajam, right? Recorded with us. This was the pre, pre the now soul of Jamaica, which we started because the company that we were with went overextended themselves. Record sales crashed, CDs crashed. They overspent, so they went through a bankruptcy period for about four years, and then the new inner yard restarted, which we did the soul of Jamaica. We did twelve years. 
Um, the first one got the French Grammy, yes. And I think the second was also nominated again for that, right? So, you know, um, about, man, I was, I think, quite listed at one time. Because it was said that at a particular time I was maybe lyrically too aggressive. Yes. And so a lot of people, I mean, I remember a major producer telling me, you know, after I played some tracks for him in the Bahamas, that, ah, goodness, good, but no one wants to wake up in the morning and hear what you're saying. I said, wow. <laughs> so, and then as I remember the Peace Treaty Movement, right, in, in the 70s, we had, after the Peace Treaty, we took over Hero Circuit for about two months, which we did live shows from six to maybe ten, and then the Nayab Bingi afterwards, and in the day, it was a joint venture with the UNIA, Marcus Garvey, was, um, you know, company that he'd set up for the back of Africa, that's Black Star Liner. So we were in the days reasoning about the reconstruction program towards self-sufficiency, how it's going to be done because it's one aim, one heart, one destiny, food, clothes, shelter, sick, nourish, age protected, and infants cared for. So we, that was our mindset as young Rastafarians, right? But we were having a terrible fight through the 70s because Rastafari was getting too big a voice to the world. Um, oh, you, you know, know what? Sorry, I'm going, to, I'm going to ask, uh, because of this, this whole journey on Cool 97FM will continue, but we want to fill in some of the music that actually showed and documented some of the struggles and also gave, will give our listeners an idea of okay. the musical genius of all, right. so all of the players the of these instruments. So we're going to go to the music right now. We'll be back with you in a short while. So we're going to hear Japo Jaglory, Brother Kedisai. Okay, that was the name of my first LP in 79, oh. right? And that LP was sort of, uh, uh, you know, whole lot of problems because they said that it might have been the most powerful coming out at the period at that time, right? Let's hear the powerful music <laughs> on Cool 97 FM. <laughs> Hey, hey. 
Coolest Cool 97. We have musicians Kiris I and Cedric Mighton who are online. So we continue the conversation. What was it like for you to remake some of those iconic songs like If You Love Me, Kiris I? And for Cedric, your hit as lead singer of the Congos, Row Fisherman? Right. So who's yeah, going to start? Power hmm? to the program again. Yes, give thanks. Hello? Yes, go ahead. So, what was it like to remake those iconic songs? For Kiddos Eye, ah. if, you, if You Love Me, and for Cedric, Row Fisherman. Oh, Row Fisherman, Row. It's a special song, you know, because it uh, tells of even my kids, even my kids, it was three kids on the floor and another one to come make four. So there was another one in my wife's belly, 
her name was Aitisha, to come to make four. So it's all it's all laid out there. It's a spiritual song. It's a natural song. And it's a universal song. You know, because where I was born and grew up is a, a little seaport town called Olaba Bay. Oh. And it's a fisherman town. Uh-huh. And so it's a part of my growing up. I was always on the beach as a young kid, you know, swimming in the sea for, you know, that's how it goes. Hmm. You know, but, now that you've yeah. told us that, we're going to be yeah. listening to that song with new ears, quite frankly. Yes, every time we hear it, it will be, we'll be listening out for exactly what was the meaning in that song that escaped us the last time we heard it. And for Kidosai, If You Love Me, yes, what was it like to remake that iconic song? Well, I tell you, um, I remember Brenda Lee and a couple of American singers who had done this English version to um, one of the greatest um, French singer in the maybe 40s coming up that, 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 who did this song. So I had gone up to work with this group called Homegrown Band in France, which I went first to do my first gig at Zigalese Festival. And... Um, they asked me to do some covers, right? I did, I did that, and I did um, Louis Satchmo's um, "You Must Remember This." A kiss is just a kiss, right? because normally I don't do many love songs. People used to say, as I say, I'm a great shift to this and that, but I do write a number of love songs myself, and I had, as a young man, loved the songs so. I said, you know, I knew this, and the guys asked me to do it. I did it first, not in the acoustic fashion, but reggae fashion. Some three years before, a homegrown, the LP that I did called um, Take a Trip. Um, yes. So we did a version for the acoustic in the yard, Sola Jamaica version. But, you know, myself and Cedric are going like over 50 years now. Um, we, from the Naya Bingi meetings throughout the island in the early 70s to always working at um, Lee Scratch Perry, the upsetter, in about the 75, 76 period, when I think that was when Cedric did Rue Fisherman, right? And some other tracks too with Lee Perry, which I also recorded with. Then um when the inner the art project started with myself and Sina mainly and then um Cedric became included Diraja, Linval Thompson, Viceroy's and so some other groups because we did about ten LP sets or nine for the first between two thousand two and uh, and the diamonds too. Oh, yes, sorry, sir. Yes, the diamonds also, right? Yeah. And then the company overextended, went bankrupt. So it, it, it stopped for about four to five years. And then Wagram, this major French company, took up the program because the guys who had started Maca Sound, which as you hear, Maca Winston, Winston Maca, enough. He had met these two young journalists 
and eventually Marcus Sound came came into um, production and being right. So from that portion it developed, and so he was taken with a friend you called Fitzy that he'd done some work with, and work the guys who ran the company Wagram went over to. No, Maka Sound went over to Wagram. And so we restarted. In 2016, they came back out and they did the movie for 2019. And did 12 years already, which, as I said, the first one, I think, won the French Grammy and the other second one. I don't know if it did, but I know it was up in the nomination for it. We are supposed to do another one that they were talking about. I don't know what's going to happen there, but... um in the yard is roots, an amalgamation with the roots elders and a number of the young coming. Kushmakanov from Roots Uprising, Uprising Roots, Var from Pentatouch, young, um, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Steve Newland. Steve Newland, yes. Steve Newland is also on it with us, right? So, immediately, you know, it's a marriage of the young now who we hope to hand the baton onto because we've carried this baton for 50 years or so, trying to spread the message for the upliftment and the unification of black peoples and colored people. Oh, mass, because we're not. Leaving out the white, the blue, the blue, the pink, the whatever, the races, is your mental state, right? So sons and daughters of creation, regardless of your religion, from your two to the 12 o'clock in you, and not going to tour to 10 o'clock, not deviating, but seeking always to be in harmony with the vibration of the I am, the supreme being. And if you want to call Father, they all, Buddha, Zarista, you want to call him Allah, you want to call him God, or whatever you want to term him as, in your development, in your coming into Mama Earth, absorbing the behavior, behavior patterns and norms of your society, live through. And if you're at 12 o'clock as best, we are brothers and sisters. And hence, through the music, I and I and I try to show a reality of truth. We burn aggression, you know, when abuse, degradation to undermining man, right? Because we all one. The better light is no color, no class, no creed no religion, but sufficient for every living being. Man makes the barriers and the borders. But the breath, the spirit which comes in the breath, is pure, unseen, which gives I and I and I the access to be able to utter words. Why should these words not be in harmony within a symphonic, harmonious vibration? Like the Brits, we all share. Then, so musically, that is our part. We are messengers who cry out against oppression, 
and at the same time uplifting, enriching in any way mankind who has, you know, sometimes you're in the dark and you need a little light. All right. And if the music and the words cannot then it's going to be what we should do. All right, we're going to more music on Cool 97 FM. Brothers and sisters, you never miss your water till your well runs dry. Till your well runs dry, brothers and sisters. So let the teardrops fall. What you and me are hurting so many people. Have no mercy. Your telephone, begging me to come home. But listen, my friend, I'll never make that mistake again. Cause you don't need me as a friend. So let the Your telephone begging me to come home. But listen, my friend, I'll never make this mistake again. Cause you don't want me as a friend. So let the
I and Cedric Mighton as our guests on the phone line. What can you tell us collectively about Inner the Yard's latest project? Well, so far, the latest project was the movie mm-hmm. and the album on the second album there, Soul of Jamaica. And there's other plans, maybe in the dream. There's other plans in the dream to come to life. Well, tell us about this, the film, The Soul of Jamaica. What does it mean to you? Well, it means a lot to us, for we tell a story, tell our story to the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, musically, physically, you know, for some of the things did at our home and all, all around the place, you know. So it's, it's, it's a natural feeling. Mm. And everything is natural. Everything is real. It's no phony about what we did or what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's original and undiluted. Ah, okay. Well, you sort of um, looked on it as a continuation in a sense of rockers, <coughs> which, as you know, rockers was this iconic movie mm-hmm. which captured so many of the artists in the 70s, right, from that period. Now, the soul of Jamaica 
in particular, the filming is really out of the world. The visuals of Jamaica and our participation in a little part of all of our, our different environments showing, yes, each individual in a sense, right? Capturing the moment now, right? With again, the young and the older ones. So this is like a stage two of a musical journey, film-wise, you know? And it has um, touched people, I tell you, because that's, I, I was at about three, four different showings of it, and I saw how people reacted through the movie, you know, the filming. It, it, it has a great impact on many people. Many, many All people. over the Some world. Some people cry. Some people cry. We did the UNESCO, the first reggae group or group possibly, who did a live show at UNESCO, the 50th um, anniversary where UNESCO was accepting reggae as a new genre mm -hmm. in 2019 we we performed yeah we performed at the unesco headquarters in france yeah. right so it was smashing it was smashing yes trust me right mm -hmm. so i mean i've been to korea for for for, for the movie right to perform live before the showing of the movie and we walked on red carpet for it and it was the only film shown for the first, for the opening of the big one week, one week oh, festival. You become a celebrity, right? man. <laughs> so we've been treated and treated, treated royally mm -hmm. in terms, you know. Yeah, yeah, it it was a royal treatment. See? Yes. Okay, you know, the chairman is not even too known in this own land, in a sense. So, out there in the world, we... There is a wonderful Harambe unity surrounding. We are likened to the Buna Best Social Club. You remember that group? Actually, actually no. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey. Yes. yes. You yes, must yes. know about the Buna Best Social Club. Yes, yeah, 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 man. Check it yes, out. Check we do, it out. We do. That's yeah, that the history, man, of the, yeah, of the thing, you know. Yeah, the Bonavista. Yeah, yes, the Bonavista of Cuba. Yes. Right, yes. Of Cuba, yeah, man. Wonderful. They style us as, as this, and this was a major group. Yeah, but it's, but it's a reality. Mm -hmm. Kitty, 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 kitty. It's not, a ki it's not a kid thing, all right? It's a real mm -hmm. thing. If you want the Bonavista the, the, the the club guys were, were, were people of age of 70 you know I mean they're talking about men who have established themselves in the music of the Cuba they really have a uh, it's like a, a jab in the yard kind of thing as well okay but we're, we're serious mm -hmm. yes. or look, yes. look or I'm, I'm, uh, Mikey Mikey hang on Mikey <laughs> not, not because we are 70 and over 70 <laughs> we, we, we are not active <laughs> exactly we, exactly we, that's true we, that's we true no Active, uh, we are active action. Uh, gentlemen, sorry, gentlemen, <laughs> we do have to go. We are way into our travel update time and we have to get through it. Right. Our guest, right. Cedric Mighton and Kidasai, representing Inner the Yard, and thank you for bringing us the information related to the workings of your musical and magical works as artists and musicians. We go now to our cool flight pack, taking a look at departures and arrivals from our international airports. Gentlemen, thank you. Blessing, blessing of life.
Maiton and Kirazai, we're representing in the last hour for Inner Yard and bringing us uh, music as well. Now we're going to go to Winston Mackinoff, who joins us now, and we're going to hear more about his journey with Inner Yard. You're locked into the nation's coolest, Cool 97 FM, live Tuesdays on your radio, and we're going to be speaking with the Winston Mackinoff, The Electric Dread, to get more perspective on his music, forming in a diad and working collectively with other artists. So, it's music from Winston Mackinoff, The Electric Dread, with the electric vibe. He joins us now inside of Live Tuesdays. Good morning to you and welcome. How are you? I'm marvelous. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Marvelous. You still living out of a suitcase? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most toured reggae artists. And uh, we were telling our listeners earlier about your nomination for the French version of the Grammys. How, what year was that? It's 2014. Mm-hmm. But you know, they took, out, they, took out, they took us out of that category. They did? All, all um, foreign countries. Mm. Our countries, uh, yeah. So nobody can, no other country from French people can enter the Grammys now. The French Grammys, that is. Well, okay. But we got inside as Jamaicans, <laughs> as the first Jamaican ever to be elected, you know? Nice. Okay, something yeah. tells me we will be back. <laughs> okay, you have some some of the songs that we're going to be playing this morning, but among your songs, Garden of Love and Economical Crisis, they're featured on one of France's biggest independent films. So it's not just records, it's not just award shows. You actually are now in, your music is being incorporated into films. No. Yeah, the, the Garden of Love went number one in Germany. Really? Okay. Yes, one of my biggest songs, actually. But the, that, this is a little unusual. You have two songs that make it into a film. They actually make the cut for inclusion in a film. That, you know, there's one called, a, a, a movie called Hors de Prix. Mm-hmm. It's priceless in English. And I have a song called Sort Me Out in it. Because I know that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have a copy of that yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've made it into the film industry as well with your music. You yeah. have continued to collaborate and experiment stylistically, and your styling is a little different than many artists. And you're currently promoting Big Brother and In and the Yard albums. Give us some more background. You mean about Inner the Yard? Inner the Yard and also this promotion of Big Brother. Yeah, the origin. What do you want to know? The origin of the Inner the Yard or so, yeah? Okay, so let's start uh, with Inner the Yard. Well, well, the Inner the Yard thing, how I got um, connected with Inner the Yard is um, I, I got signed with a French company. Yeah, I had an album for 20 years and I couldn't get it released, you know, and some guys came to Jamaica, I helped them, and they eventually released the album, you know? Uh, that album is called Diary of the Silent Years. Wow. But then I had like four albums to be re-released, you know. So I wouldn't be doing any new thing for like five years or so. So I did an acoustic album, yeah? Okay. Yeah? I did an, yes, the acoustic album. I did album. an acoustic mm-hmm. album in France with some guys, just with my guitar. In two days I did it, you know? Huh? Yeah? Okay. And I brought it to my record company. Mm-hmm. And the next day they said to me, Winston, um, how, how long it took you to do this? So I told him one day, he said, you know, anybody in Jamaica, we could do something like this with, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, at the time I, I met, I, I, when I was going to uh, to France that time, I, I passed by China's house, and he was saying he wanted to stop playing with the Marlies and so forth, you know, he wanted to just do some acoustic thing. So I told the guys we could go and check, you know, to see the possibility, you know? So we, we came and checked, you know, and that's where the inner the yard with the French guys, this whole project started, yes. you know. Okay. Yeah. When you look back on your life, though, the I don't know how it all started for you as a musician, but did you have any idea that, or at what point did you realize that this was a trajectory your life would take? 
What was it? You, from, when you were little, early, what you wanted to be? No, well, you know, I tell me, no. I was singing in the church from nine, you know, and people used to get in trance. Mm -hmm. You know, so my mother used to bring me especially to do like a, a hit man for certain big concerts in the church. Oh, you okay. Know? Yeah, a song called Put No Blame on the Master, you know. Mm -hmm. So I knew from an early age, you know, that, um, you know, I had this, you know, I love music, you know, from an early, early age. All the reggae songs, my mother and my father, they're, they're both preachers. But I was always in this reggae thing, you know, as mm. a youth. Hmm. You know, I went to Kingston and I got involved with the pantomime as well, you know. Really? Yeah. Which pantomime were you in? No, I was in, I was in, I, I was a main character in um, Bashana O, you know. Faye Ellington was my girlfriend. I was playing <laughs> principal role with Charles Ayat. Okay. Uh, Trevor Nian was, do, well, I was acting the same part with Trevor Nian, but different nights. Uh-huh. Yeah. Auntie Faye, Auntie Faye, yeah. learning um, something about you. Mm -hmm. We started the group at Excelsior, Carrie Folk Singers. Oh, crikey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got in the pantomime because of Carrie Folk Singers. I was singing with Carrie Folk Singers and a guy, a man called Norman Ray. Mm -hmm. He wanted, the, 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 the pantomime was a, a musical, so you couldn't just be an actor to get the part. You had to have some knowledge of singing, you know. So I got the part, you know. It was a big experience. Rita Marley came to to work with us to, on that pantomime to get some experience for her first tour with Bob Marley. You know? Listen, this is... Oh, brother. Man, what a life. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, this is this is really interesting information. So, yeah, I, so Excelsior. Uh, yeah. So you're an Excelsorian. Yes, yeah, so I was writing songs mm -hmm. for Derek Harriet when I was in Excelsior, you know? And this guy used to play all the Black Uru songs, Franklin Bobla Wall. Yes. Yeah, we went to school together. Mm -hmm. So I brought him I brought him to the studio to do his first recording, you know, Malcolm X. I took him from school on Thursday and we went to Jogis and record the song. You know, you know, you know, I think security at schools back then was very lax. The number of you who left school to go to recording studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every morning we went to school early, and me and Bob, me and Franklin Wall, because he lived near the school. We were we were doing rehearsals on the school piano, and whenever a teacher come, we change it to. Confession. Hey, confession is good for the soul, right? No, confession is good for the soul. You know, and I never see about this guy, Bob Lino, from I brought him for this session, You're you know? Joking. What? Yeah, listen, you know, this guy, I never see him back. He was always, he was, went to, with Lloyd Parks, all these people, yes. you know, and uh, just in the yard. The other day, I went for him personally. I said, Bob Lino, come, you have to do this thing. Uh -huh. You know, and I took him and installed him there to do this, in the yard thing with us, you know? Wow. Okay. No, I'm, yeah. lo I'm loving this. All right. So you're easily associated with roots, reggae, and dub, but your style integrates so much more. Do you think it has anything to do with your acting background? Because uh, you're not a... my style. My yeah. style. Uh -huh. No, my style is well, why I'm working with the accordion. My dad was an accordion player. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I I ran away from from England since 2003 mm -hmm. because I got some information and I stopped working there completely. Okay. So all my things 
um, is, is out of France. Mm -hmm. That's why I see all these artists that you're talking about right now. It's French, it's French people working with it. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, because I didn't see a way going through the British, you know. It was like too corrupted with people before. Mm -hmm. People, too many people before went um, and left a bad impression. Oh. So when you come as a Jamaican, everybody wants to categorize you. Mm -hmm. And apart from that, suppression and, and explosion. You see, when you put, if there's 20, if there's 20 white people standing, or 20 black people then, standing on, 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 on a hill, and you put one yellow person up there, everybody start looking at the yellow person. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah? Mm -hmm. So it's the same case with us. Whenever they give us the right promotion, our thing explodes bigger than their people thing. Mm -hmm. Because it's strange to see this yellow thing up there with all these these white things, mm -hmm. or these black things. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Mm -hmm. Like a jack-in-the-box thing. <laughs> now, let's look at the workings and what's at the the heart of inner the yard. Because this is, this is no ordinary conglomerate. This is big stuff. When we hear the names that have been part of inner the yard or are still part of that uh, that whole amalgamation it just uh, makes our jaws hit the floor yeah and i want you to note note this it's all what you see up on it there is because of aris andy aris andy is a man who who gave me the first big opportunity of a national tour really you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. he was yeah because i had an album 20 years and when we were supposed to tour the guys were just two journalists I started with, you know, my record company. So they, they, they couldn't put me on, they couldn't get a big tour for me. So Aris Andy was the man, you know, who gave me that opportunity. And from that opportunity, all this inner the yard came, you know. Wow. Yeah. Good morning to Horace Andy, yeah. Uh, yeah man, another cool listener. <laughs> as, I, as I say this now, I, I you know, I get a trembling in my in my body. Mm. Yeah, because it's a great youth, you know, and clean heart person, you know. Yeah. 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 Big up to your Horace Andy. You listen, yeah. you're next on Cool ninety seven. We've been chasing you down to get an interview with you for live Tuesdays and we're coming for you. All right. So now yeah, would you believe it in all of these years we've been doing live Tuesday, Horace Andy has never come to cool. No, I've never talked to him on Yeah, we've never talked to him, man. Mm -hmm. No, don't worry mm -hmm. yourself, man. Mm -hmm. That's when you find him on team for to do the thing. Because <laughs> my father, you know. Yeah. And when we talk to him and listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I tell you that. I tell you, my brethren. Bless you. All right. So but listen on the half of making notice. You see the inner the yard thing? Mm -hmm. I, I coordinated all the inner the yard thing, and nobody paid me one Jamaican dollar. So when I went on tour with the guys the other day, I had to rub up all of them. <laughs> anything, anything they had put down, uh, yeah, because they owe me and nobody wants to pay anything. The record company, Kido Sai, Cedric Mites, and my son Kush, but you know, Alfonso Pierre, the Raja, all of them. Nobody give me one dollar. So all I had to do was rub all of them. Anything they have to pay, she put on careless, I rub them. Careless. Hello, oh, very good. That's serious joke, you know. That's serious joke. That's serious joke. Ask anyone of them. They will tell you. Mac and up is a rubber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. All right. Well, put it in reality. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to... We're going to go to the music. <laughs> <laughs> 
97 FM. So we've had our little tete-a-tete this morning as we've spoken with Cedric Mighton, Kiddos Eye, and now we have on the phone line Winston Mackinoff, the Electric Dread, getting his perspective on his music, uh, his uh, working with Inner the Yard, and collectively with other artists. So bringing an electric vibe to Cool 97 FM, Winston Mackinoff. He joins us inside of Live Tuesday. And we need to let you know that he has uh, had the distinction of uh, being nominated for the French version of the Grammys. He's also had songs that have been included in films, yes. And now I'm going to ask him, uh, I need to know if this is true or false. So just uh, just putting this out there now. Winston, tell yes. us, what, does, uh, the, what do the words Miami Vice mean to you? Miami Vice. Well, you are know, big up, big up to uh, Mr. Um, Kenneth Black in uh, Mandeville. You understand? And, and in a circle. The Miami, I did a Miami Vice uh, version called The Big Saw. Episode 72, yeah? But we, we were in um, Miami working with Mr. Black, 
um, and the, the, the movie company, they wanted some people to come by, you know, some some actors for, for the film. And we were selected, you know? Like that, eh? <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a, the, the version, it was about they're trying to, to resurrect Bob Marley as, as the messiah for the 21st century. Oh. You know? Okay. And we were trying to do a deal on a barge, and the, the DEA came and break it up. And, you know, that's that's the scene we did in the in the in the in the in the episode. Okay, so all right, so he has had his music included. He has been an actor in in pantomime here in Jamaica, and then he also hit the big screen, Mammy Vice. Talk about an interesting man. All right, now. What else is there that you want to conquer in terms of your creativity? Because it looks like you've done, you've managed to, to do just yeah, about because, everything. Because I see myself as a as a as somebody who has been um, um, abducted by all genre music. You know, if you listen to our radio, we don't. It just people think like in Jamaica. Foreigners think like we just listen to reggae and some people, you know. So I have to explain to them that no, we are children of like, you know, all the people, Beakers, Diana Ross, Marvin Gaye, you know what I mean, Billy Paul, you know what I mean, all the great people we've been listening to them over. A lot of we listen to them more than when you go in the ghetto and you hear some girls singing some sophisticated songs. They know every word. And sometimes I say, how oh, these people know every word, you know what I mean, in these songs. So I am a product of this, you know, this mix, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not terribly surprised because, uh, yes, uh, one, we have the jukeboxes. We have the bars that have music going yeah, nonstop. Yeah, the jukebox a lot, yeah. The, the houses have the little radio going, the little transistor, and we say, and we give props to, like, Radio Jamaica. We're not one of those radio stations that are all hung up about mentioning another radio station. Give props yeah. where props are due. So, like, Radio Jamaica with uh, their music and the expansive music that they've treated Jamaicans to over the years. So that, plus the fact that your granny is in a household with you, and grandma insists that certain songs be played. So even if you're not a Jim Reeves type of person, grandma was a Jim Reeves person, and you dare not touch yeah, the radio. Yeah, right. Yeah, Jim Reeves was in a pot bone, uh -huh. you know, not King Cole. So even though... So all these people in my head. You know? Right, so even though you might not have chosen those as artists yeah, to listen to on your own, they're in yeah. your head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay, now let's uh, touch now the... Let's see, what should we go to now? All right. What was it like watching the film as an external viewer, Soul of Jamaica? Well, I went to London to, to open the movie, you know, mm -hmm. to, to premiere the movie with Peter Weber and Janine. And I invited my brother. He was living, he living there like for 60 years, you know, and... You know, my, my nephew who plays for Jamaica too, Joby Makanoff, footballer. He was able to come there the night too, you know, in the middle of London, you know, summer, Somerset House. And when I told my brother I was coming there, he didn't believe. He said, you sure it's this place? I said, yeah, it's that place we go. <laughs> <laughs> and we went and sat and watched a movie there, that big feeling, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, open here, you know. 
Massive. Yeah. Soul of Jamaica, when is that going to hit local theatre? Or how can we get a chance to see this? Well, so you don't you have know, to go, you know. go online and watch it? Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, because, you know, it's a king. You know, the king, them never really get no real honor in them own house, you know. Mm. Like if you take Bob Marley, for example, it's late when Bob Marley was massive. Mm-hmm. He wasn't being even played on the radio in Jamaica. Mm. You know? Well, we've heard so, that story over and over. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 you know, now that we are being played, you know, it's nothing new, you know. Mm. <laughs> we know it's an accepted norm. Mm. Now, well, the eyes need to be opened, though, instead. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's about time that the eyes are open and we expose uh, after 50 years as an independent nation. We need to realize the worth of our people like yourself who have, who have garnered our music and have, and have stuck to it. You know, the quality is there, and um, as I say, quality has no fear of time. When they hear it, they realize how important your work is. And, uh, and I want and must, before, before that goes on to a little uh, time signal, when she does that, um, tell us about the association with the uprising in the East. It, I think it's an important one. And I know the uprising? But, yes, just before. But before you start that, but uh, Darren Hamilton, I know, is uh, the man behind it. But, we, but I just want to take the time to extend our condolences from all of us to, to Darren. Uh, he lost his father recently and also yeah. his, 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 step, his, mom, his, his mother-in-law. Yes, days apart. So yeah, on that man, note, yeah, you know, on that note, you just want to extend the colors there. Yeah, right? man. But you can tell us um, how long, about uh, a couple of minutes, I tell us about your association with, you know, you know rising in the east and, and yeah. in the yard movement. Sure, but before that, I want to big up a, a woman, you know, who has been behind the whole thing, you know, Bonnet, uh Maggie Watson Makaloff, yeah. I right. can't leave out the woman them like it's just man, 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 man. <laughs> yeah? mm-hmm. They have some woman that do some great things below. Yeah, with the uprising now, Darren, you know, Darren, you know, is is friend of my, my son, Kush, you know. You know, and many years ago he came and he told me that he wanted to do this, this little thing, you know, with, with Kush them and I wanted to start the uprising thing. So I encouraged them and I told them, I told Darren, well, Darren, you have to do anything, certain thing. The tunes have to be played on the radio, you know. It's not a backbush thing, you know, and thing. And, you know, we've been together for many years, years, and them doing them thing till them start inviting me for work with them, you know. And I say, yeah, no problem. I mean, so do some shows too, and, you know, and came and meet Mikey, you know what I mean? You know Mikey, you know Mikey Bennett, right? <laughs> yeah, but that, that's not an icon, Jamaican icon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah well, Mike 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 Mike. Mike. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. I just want to work the team. I was open and we, we don't want to leave off of the base, you know, so we don't. Although we see the, the, the mountain, but we know how good it is to endure in the valley. You understand? Indeed. So, we, yeah? Yeah, man, indeed. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we, we don't change. Mm. You know what I mean? We, we steer, we steer liquid. Mm. All right. Dan, Dan has, has to do this, this commercial. That's um, time signal, and we come back to you afterwards. All right. No problem. Okay. Reminding you that you are, in fact, inside of Mellow Morning, and it's live Tuesdays. Right. So, it's back to the music on Cool 97 FM.
child uh, the sound of Winston Mackinac. All right, so we're going to ask uh, Winston, or perhaps what will be our final question. Talk to us about your latest album with Fixie, Big Brother. What can we find on this project, and how did these collaborative albums actually come about? The collaboration. The collaboration, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, as I told you, I wanted to just, I'm trying to live many lives in one. So I, I didn't want to just be doing, I had like four albums to be released, you know. So we, we, I, I started this thing with Bas Bas, Camille Bas Bas first. He is a rock musician. And that project blew, um, got big to one called The Drop. We sort me out. Yeah, and then we did Fixie. We did Fixie thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Fixie saw the buzz buzz and he, he wanted to do something. He think he could do something better. So we did that, you know? Mm-hmm. Not to not to disturb the reggae albums that were being released at the same time. You know? Okay. All right. Yeah. Just to do something different, you know? Uh, that's how that happened, you know? And, you know, just to expose that other side of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So these songs like Rastchild and songs like those, you know, came out uh, the experiment. Yeah? <laughs> okay, you're another one of the, those artists that experiment, eh? You All know, right. big up Derek Ariat, you know. My father, that, you know. Oh. My father, Derek Ariat, the chariot. Yeah. Indeed. You see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right. So, yes. right now, we just have to tell you thank you for being our guest this morning. Bringing no, thanks, us... for, thanks for having me, man. Oh. Pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure speaking to you. Oh, thank you ever so much. Thanks for bringing us into your world of music and taking us on a, this exciting journey with us, with you, because it's not a life that we lead. People might think no. that radio is exciting, but believe me, we are totally enthralled by what you've done today. Right. Yeah, because we've opened the thing, you know, so other youths will come at least, you know, when they go there, a good name is left or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, do we have to just do the thing, you know, and not complain, you know what I mean? Mm. We yeah. ask that you keep safe, though. I don't know at what point you'll be crisscrossing this world again, but uh, we ask yeah. that you remain very safe when you do head out of our shores once more. And uh, yes. you get the chance to wrap up Live Tuesday this week. Yeah. So the music of Winston Mackinoff, the Electric Dread, here on Live Tuesday. We have to thank you for joining us, all of our cool listeners near and far and we hope yes. that we've energized and inspired your morning <laughs> i yes. know it <laughs> we'll also... massive and, cool. All right. yeah. and we must say thank you to our special guests in a yard with musicians kiddos i cedric Mighton, speaking on the collective's work through the years and of course winston mackinoff who joined us as well to bring us new music and to take us through time and his vast catalogue, as well as providing the information that we need on the origins and vision of Inariad. We thank our Live Tuesday production team, Michael Thompson, disc jockey and show director, Paul P. D. Dennis, broadcast engineer. Paul, thank you for our promo for this week. Editor. Yes. Yes, you know, big time editor now. <laughs> Noran Price for graphics and social media. Yoshika Graham, our producer. Live Tuesday on Cool 97 FM. Sponsored, you better believe it, by. This is a really great yogurt fiber, promotes good digestive health, and it's manufactured by Dairy Industries Jamaica Limited. Telephone 934 8272. We also have the Ashanti Oasis Vegetarian Catering, official caterer of Live Tuesdays. Ask about the new vegan veggie balls that are available at all major supermarkets island wide. Telephone 7841336. Alcavita Alkaline Drinking Water. Improve your water, improve your health. Bottled by Health Creation Industries White Mouth St. Catherine. And the telephone number. Number six four nine zero three eight six. I'm Dan Thomas. Thank you for joining us for Live Tuesdays this week on Cool ninety seven. Do join us again next week, same place, same time, for more exploration of our music and those who have the enviable time and place and the musical talent to pursue it. So stay tuned. More of uh, Live Tuesday coming in the form of your Cool Flight Packs.